Yeah. Oh, doesn't that sound beautiful? Doesn't that sound like Arrowhead is right around the corner? Rookie minicamp's getting started here. Next thing you know, we're going to be at Arrowhead, one Arrowhead. And we're going to be rocking it out, baby. One Arrowhead drive. Dude, I can't wait, man. But So here we are, of course. Rookie minicamp's about to start. So we're going to start getting into We're going to go over the draft picks today. Uh, but man, uh, welcome back into this edition of the Clawcast. First and foremost, uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to any of your favorite podcast players. Uh, Twitter, the Twitter machine. Pretty live and well on there. <laughs> Gotta give a shout out this week to Crown Royal. Uh, got a, a nice case of Crown Royal last week. Two. So, two cases of Crown Royal last week. My To my wife's surprise. She <laughs> <laughs> said, I thought you were getting one case. And I was like, well, when you're famous, babe, things happen. Okay. I ordered one. I got two. That's just how it is. <laughs> but I've been drinking on it ever since. So, uh, But anyways, as always, I am Kevin. I'm representing myself. And I'm Lance, representing... Lance, Lance. <laughs> and and whiskey. We are heavily into the whiskey. Yeah, tonight we had a little bit of a pregame uh, session, uh, a little bit of whiskey involved. But uh, yeah, tonight we're going to talk about the draft. I know that it's kind of been, you know, it's it's been talked about a little bit. It's been a week now. Has it been a week or two weeks? Yeah, it's been right out of okay, a week. Okay, so uh, we're going to get into it a little bit, but just listen to it once more. Oh, does that not get you hype? Like as a Chiefs fan? Uh, I'm very aroused. I like it a lot. <laughs> but, man, uh, we watched the draft together, and um, it was an interesting draft for This sure. was one of the most exciting drafts ever. Like, how many trades happened? And I, we all kind of knew it. That's when we're like, dude, this is a draft to watch. It was trades left and right. After the, what was it, pick 10 or? Yeah. Yeah, because Lance, you had, you had um, written down who you thought was going where in the top 10, and you were nailing it. Seven for the first twelve. Right. Me and Aaron, he's yeah, been. Yeah, you get one right afterwards, by the way. <laughs> but those top ten, I was like, damn, Lance knows the deal. I thought you were like cheating somehow. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm big NFL insider. <laughs> yeah, so we all know what's going on there. <laughs> but yeah, you were nailing it. Then all of a sudden, people started trading and because tra- you were like, they're gonna start trading. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna like this is gonna be a big trade draft. And I was like, well, so far, not really. And then boom. Boom. It all happened. It was excellent. Fast. And yes, it quick did. And you didn't know what was happening. I was even talking when the Chiefs came up. I was like, "Oh my God, the Chiefs just traded up." They did. And we were talking about we wanted. We uh, thought. Edge rusher. We thought it was going to be Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. We thought we were so sold that we were telling a Ron we were watching it, and we were telling him about this guy from Florida State. We were like, "Dude, just check this guy out. We're about to draft. Oh my God, look at him." Right. And then we, they were like, Trent McDuffie. And we were like, what? <laughs> like, it was oh. so unexpected. Yeah, when the trade happened, I was like, we traded up for him. Right. Yes. This is the guy and we want. We, we traded up and you got McDuffie. I was like, uh, who's that? Right. And I was like, I remember hearing about the dude, but I didn't, I never looked at any, I never watched any With film. All the, all the pre-drafts, you know, again, I never looked at a cornerback because obviously, you look at Veach's record, he doesn't value the cornerback that much, so I never right. thought it was going to be a cornerback. It did not even cross my mind, It corner. didn't even register. I was thinking edge receiver. That's what I was thinking. Exactly. And cornerback came out of nowhere, and I was like, well, what the hell? So then we had to start, like, looking this guy up real quick and, like, you know, all this. But, I mean, I, I ended up, after the fact, liking the pick 
you a little bit more than I did yes, at the time. Yes, I do too. At the time, I was like, what the bleep, yeah, bleep, I didn't bleep, know bleep, 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 bleep. What was going on? Yeah, I made this bleep noise. It wasn't automated. That was, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I was the same. And now I think that's awesome. You know, now yeah. in looking at it, you know, you always said, you, you've pointed this out so many times, you know, when Andy Reid, when everybody's zigging, Andy Reid's going to zag. Yeah. And that's what's happening. Everybody's going for like the receivers. That's... Everybody's mm. going for the big offense in the AFC West. Yes. He went defense. He went corner. We need a corner. That was good. We needed we it. Out of our 10 picks, five of them are defensive backs. <laughs> Damn. That's a statement. So that's how important they think right. this is going to be. And, and we're we, going to hit on a lot of them here. Yeah, and we know when, when Veach is, has his mind to something. We've said this before. Before free agency and people hated Veach, remember when all these players were going to the AFC West and we're like, what is Veach doing? Oh, my God, he's terrible. Oh, my God, he's a horrible GM. It was like, he's got a plan. Like, look, he's the same guy that transformed the defense within a year. He's the same guy that rebuilt the offensive line within a year. Like, just give him a little bit of credit and let's just watch what he does. Let's see what he's got. Right. And that first pick, I get it, was not sexy. But we needed it. We got Traverius Ward went to, was the Niners or whatever. Yeah. We do, We need a cornerback, right? So we got a guy. And a solid guy. Mm-hmm. Again, this is a guy with a very high floor. Yes. Now, he may not have the ceiling of a Deion Sanders type, but, I mean, this guy's floor is so high. Yeah, he's ready to roll. Even if he doesn't meet his potential, he's going to be a very solid yeah. corner for years. To he's contributing pretty much right he's away. Started. Right. I, Both our first-rounders are starters right now. I think I, I definitely agree with that. So the, the other draft pick we got in the first round, which I thought we were going to trade to, I wasn't sure what was happening there. And we got George Karlaftis out of Purdue. And, again, he wasn't on my radar either. Because everybody thought he was going to go higher. So, he really wasn't on my radar. Yeah, yeah. I I had the whole thing. And Kevin could tell you, I had a lot of picks on where they were going to go and this and that. Yeah, the Chiefs, yeah. And I was like, well, I didn't really look much into him. Right. But he's got a high motor. Yeah, you can't hate that. Another guy with just a high floor. Right. May right. not have the Hall of Fame ceiling that he can do. True. That a lot of people can. He doesn't have that. Right. But he's going to be a very solid, very great contributor from day one. Yeah. And we don't need many more Hall of Famers on our team. That's a good point. He, he was picked 30. I mean, this is basically like a second round. We've said that before. When you're picking 30, 31, 32, it's second round, basically, right? right? Value-wise or whatever. And he's a he's super strong, right? He can hold his own. Run defense is great. He's not the sexy edge rusher Von Miller type. I get it. I get that. But man, he can hold his own. Von Miller went number two in the draft. This guy, went right? Third. So I mean, yeah. come on, yeah. I like it. He's the one of the picks that out of after viewing the whole draft that I wasn't as high on after seeing all these other picks. But Lance, you mentioned something off cast. It's like, well, what if? We all kind of know the news now about Melvin Ingram, which we tendered him. I don't even understand what we did. It is confusing. The undrafted or the unrestricted free agent tender. Tender, okay. And at the time, I was like, does that mean we get him or no? I, I don't understand it. So what it, what it means is, and we'll cut to there, is if he signs with another person, that means we he still counts towards 
compensatory picks. Okay, so we should get something if he signs elsewhere. Signs elsewhere. But we also have a tender that says, hey, listen, you're going to pay for this amount. And I think it's $4.4 million. Okay. And I don't know what that is compared to what he played last year. Again, we traded for him, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I'm sure it's some sort of percentage. That's not much. But that means, hey, he's got a, he's got a contract if he decides not to go anywhere else. Right. So we, it's either like you do go somewhere else, and you, which is kind of cool on both sides. It's like, hey, if you do go somewhere else, and we understand that that, if that happens, and they want to pay you, that they that you go somewhere else. But we get something in return. If that doesn't happen, we get you. Yes, we're taking. And you're getting more than you paid got paid last year. That's exactly. A, that's a win-win. I feel like. Yeah. So he's guaranteed money, basically. Right. So why that matters to George Kaloftis is, Lance, you said this off the cast. We were like, hey, look, this George guy, he's going to be at the DN, right? He's going. We drafted him for a reason. But he's still learning and all that stuff. But he's a brute. And if he can move inside sometimes while Ingram's on the outside. Especially like passing downs, obvious passing downs. He can he can bruise his way through a guard. He can. He's strong enough to do right. so. So that is in the works. Like, yeah, eventually he'll be all solid D-end, holding down the edge. He's not going to be the guy that always rushes the quarterback. But I think that's a good pick, you know. I think if he has a solid person on the other side, I think he's got a potential to be uh, all pro or at least a pro bowl. Okay, yeah. You know, his ceiling's not Hall of Fame. Right, right. You know, and I may eat my words here and you all quote me. I don't think he's going to be Hall of Fame type level. But his ceiling is easily all pro. Yeah. You know who else had a high motor that wasn't picked high? Uh, Jared Allen. Right. I know it's different. Yeah. I know Jared Allen turned into a sack machine. But this is a guy that just does not give up on any play ever. You can't expect – you can't ask for much more. Right. And he's not like the Hitchens where the other yeah. guy might have been better. Right. On the other side. All besides uh, the Oregon guy, or whatever his name was. But all the other ones, also the Georgia guy. Yeah. He, there was three first-round defensive linemen oh, dude. in Georgia. Dude. You know, how good really is he when you don't have that stud next to him? Stud next to you. Yeah. He was the only stud on the team. That's true. And for a Big Ten conference, I think he's Big Ten, wasn't he? Yes. Uh, there's some bruisers up there. Like, they're big country corn fred, you know, O-linemen that he's going against. And he was tossing them around a little bit. So, hey, man, it's not the, it is not my favorite pick of the draft. But I could, it is not. But I, I don't hate it. Exactly. I would, like I said, when this whole draft was over, again, I didn't read anything afterwards. I was going off my own yeah, just you know. analysis. And I was like, none of the people we drafted were on my radar. <laughs> right. Except uh, Watson. That we got in the Jaylen seventh round, Watson. and I thought we might pick him up in the fourth. Yeah. So that was great. Yeah. Um, but we'll get yeah, you were the guy that you, you did say that. You had him written down, this Jalen Watson you kept talking about. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a late. Right. Sleeper that we might be able to pick. But those are our two first rounds. And what do we need going into the draft? We need an edge guy or a D end. And we need a cornerback. Like, we did. We needed those guys. Right. And our third worst was wide receiver, which was the next pick. Right. Now, we had the 50th pick. Yes, and, and we, we traded. traded back to the 54th. And in those four picks, three of them were wide receivers. Exactly. And Pickens went, which we... We liked. Uh, I, I liked. I liked Pickens a lot. And I know a lot of Chiefs Kingdom were high on Pickens. But he was also, he's a little bit of a head case. He goes, ends up going to Pittsburgh. Again, he has a lower floor than 
the sky. Yes, but a higher ceiling, probably. But a higher ceiling. Right. Which is good, too. I get it. If we would have picked him, I would have been happy, right? But he went to – there was certain teams that he could go to to be successful. I do think Andy Reid could have reined him in a little bit, right? Because he is – he is a he's kind of a head case. Like, you see him in college, and he fights, and he gets ejected, and he gets penalties. You know what I mean? Like, you get in his head, you're not getting enough targets. And he's a little injury prone. He's, yeah, so there's a little bit of – but he goes to Mike Tomlin in Pittsburgh, who they're their wide receiver factory up there. Oh, they are. And like I said, they drafted two wide receivers, mm. and those are two wide receivers I wanted. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's unfair because a lot of Chiefs fans are going to compare Sky Moore to Pickens. And Pickens is going to do well in Pittsburgh. Well, just like today, I do McCall Hardman to DK. Right. That's what we do. That's what we do. And A.J. Brown. That's, that's what we do, right? We get it. Well, A.J. Brown went before – Hardman. Right, but same draft, so it's like, oh, oh, same but, draft. And we traded up for Hardman, but DK yeah. was still on the board when we drafted Hardman. Yeah, yeah, and that sucks. That stings still, and I get it. A.J. Brown was not. Yeah, I get it. Hollywood Brown was not. <laughs> was not. But we, we get Sky Moore, and I like him, okay? I wasn't sure about the the pick we got. I did not like him at the beginning. Now I think that's my favorite draft pick. Yeah? Because... Now, we're going to see something. There's a theme that's happening here is we're dra- we're getting more sure hands receivers. Yeah. How many times did we talk about how Tyreek did not catch with his hands? All the time. I just tweeted that out today, just today, about how, look, we love Tyreek. We've talked about Tyreek. I have his jersey in my man cave. The whole nine yards, right? He's a legend, and he's always going to be elite playmaker. We get it. But how many times have you said, like, like you're just saying, like, he doesn't catch with his hands. It's a different ball game when you play with Tyreek Hill. It's scheming and finessing and doing all these things. Now we're going to, we got Juju Smith-Schuster. So I looked up the hand size today because I'm yeah. weird. I'm pulling the lance over here. So Juju Smith-Schuster has the biggest hand. He came out of the draft. They were talking about his hands, right? Ten and a half inch hands. It's crazy. This guy, more guy, has ten and a quarter inch hands. He had the biggest hands of any wide receiver. Any receiver. Big Combine. hands. Excuse me. Huge hands. So I think that is a theme. I think for sure Mahomes is like, and he had to have something to say about the Tyreek situation. Right. So, you know, we made the joke last year that Mahomes went into Veach's office and says, Get me a line. Yeah. He may have came into the office, Give me receivers give that me, catch. Give me guys that catch. I'm sick of this. And you know what? Here's the thing. The Bengals' loss sucked. Not to get too sidetracked here. The Bengals' loss sucked really bad because we were going to go to the Super Bowl. I get it. The Buccaneers' loss sucked worse than any loss that I can remember. And we were on national TV and in the Super Bowl. how many drops were there? In the Super Bowl, right? Drops and drops and drops. I mean, we got – and not only that, we were manhandled. They came out and said, Chiefs are a finesse team. We're gonna just going to go up and punch them in the mouth. They ain't going to do anything about it, right? I mean, we basically got our daddy bent us over the knee, pulled down our pants and spanked our bare ass right in front of national TV. And we got beat by like a schoolboy bitch. Like, mm-hmm. it was sucked. It was embarrassing for Pat Mahomes. He was out there running for his life. It sucked for him to see these receivers drop these balls. It had to be in his mind. Right. He's like, look, I want guys that are – Going to catch the ball. I want big hand dudes. I want fast guys too. Don't get me wrong. But now I want to move to this other phase where it's just like, I'm going to throw the ball over the middle. They're going to catch the damn thing. 
and all these people now they're known for the physicality. Juju yeah. is known for being very physical. Okay. A great blocker. MVS is a big dude, six four. Has the fastest recorded time next to uh, right Jonathan Taylor in the league in the last two years. And big hands. So here's the hand stat that I looked up. Juju has yeah. ten and a half. Sky Moore ten and a quarter. MVS ten inch hands. I looked up the average receiver in the NFL has eight point seven five hands. Okay. Oh Jesus. Uh, Kelsey has nine point seven hands. Uh, Jody Fortson, who's still maybe an up-and-comer, 10-inch hands. Justin Ross, who we haven't talked about yet, he has like 9.7. He's his Kelsey hands. If you look at what we had before, the highest, D-Rob, had 9.5. Then it was McColl at 9, Pringle had 9, Tyreek Hill had 8-inch hands. Tyreek had 8-inch hands? 8-inch hands, and we get it. We know he's a playmaker. We know he can go as football like he can go up and right. locate the ball and all that stuff. But the guys that we have now, huge Big receivers, hands, huge hands, short catchers. And on that note, with Sky Moore. Yeah, with Sky, okay, yeah. He was only credited with three drops last year. He had 95 catches for 1,200 yards and 10 touchdowns and only dropped three targets. Oh, man, I love that. I love that. Three. He could be something. When we first got him, I was with you. I wasn't like... Uh, I was kind of like, whatever. And he's not afraid to go across the middle. He's not afraid of the physicality. He wants to go up and... And he's got a chip on his shoulder. He is... There's there's a theme, too, in this draft. Nasty guys. Nasty guys. Nasty that guys. is the biggest theme of this draft. That, to me... Like, if you're a football fan, it sucked whenever, receive, whenever we were the 2018 Chiefs and teams would say, Denver Broncos, Chris Harris came out and said this. Even though we beat them, right... He said, look, I know the Chiefs beat us. I get that. But if you go up and punch them in the mouth, it's a whole different ballgame. They're small receivers. If you get your hands on them a little bit, they're, they play the finesse game. How hard does that suck as an NFL player to hear that? Mm-hmm. Now we're like, look at our O-line. Look, we got R- Ronald Jones. But the rest of the league's going to that finesse thing. Like you said, this yeah. is the zig and the zag. Now we're yes. going to go to the physicality. We're getting some big nasties in there. And last year, look what the entire season, teams adjusted against the Chiefs, and they played dink and dunk. Make the Chiefs go dink and dunk. Go over the middle. They got small receivers. They might break one. Tyreek's going to break one. Don't get me wrong. Right? It's Tyreek. Yeah. But go over the middle. Hit them hard. But now we got these big receivers that can also stretch the field. It's like, go ahead and dink and dunk us. We don't have a Tyreek Hill that you are going to play cover two against now. We have a lot of talent. They can make plays in the space, and it can also catch the damn ball. Now, Sexy. On that note, another thing about Sky Moore is he led the nation in yak yards. Ooh, I love it. Yards after catch. Because he was a running back coming in. Was he? To the league. Okay. Like a Tyreek. Okay. Now, he's not as fast, obviously, so obviously. not exactly there. And we can't draft somebody so close to Tyreek that everybody's like going to judge him against him. Good point. So that would have been a, a no-win situation for any receiver. Oh, man, I think you're right about that. So we got a receiver that would can go across the middle. I actually think this Sky Moore guy mm. is like a Julian Edelman type. Ooh. Where he doesn't give a fuck. He goes across the middle. He takes the hits. Yeah. He's just... The guy that you can always throw to and catch that ball. Oh, and he's got a chip on his and he's he plays he plays mean too, man. He plays mean. 
Julie Dentelman's a good one because they're about the same size, I feel like. I haven't looked it up, but they're we'll look it up. But they're like similar size, right? Not hand size though. Not hand size, biggest <laughs> biggest hands in the draft. So after the fact, I like the Sky Moore deal. I do. I like that. I'm a big fan of it now. And he, we're not drafting like you said to be wide receiver one. Like that's not what we're doing. But I think he does have that. He's the guy who I thought had the highest ceiling yeah. of anybody in this draft. Ooh. He may have an all-pro. He may have a rookie of the year. Can turn into something. Ooh. He could be that guy, especially with Mahomes throwing for him. Right, because you got Juju and Scantlin and Kelsey and Sky Moore. Man, that's sexy. I like that. The more, I, the more I've looked into Sky Moore, the more I like it. And what I remember seeing like his uh, interviews pre-draft, and this is, again, a common theme we're going to talk about. And they were just like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I want to mow down a safety. He's like, I know in the NFL they're bigger than they were in my college. He didn't play in a big school, right? But he's like, I want to be known for a guy that can take a hit and deliver a hit. Like, I was like, man, I love hearing I that. I love you. Love hearing yeah. that. Because so many receivers are, you know, pretty boys now. So I like I do like that pick more and more. Again, that's my favorite pick. Now, the next one is Cook. Cook, yeah, out of Cincinnati. Okay. Cincinnati guy. Now, he didn't participate in the combine because he had some shoulder issue. Okay. So, the yeah. combine numbers. Now, everybody we talked about. So, Sky had an athletic score of just under eight. Okay. But everybody else, uh, McDuffie and... Dude, yeah, they're athletic. They're in the nines. Shit, yeah. They're athletics. Their, their athletics is off the chart. Right. Now, we have our reasons for Sky. We just talked about Yeah. This Cook guy didn't participate. Okay. They're saying he is a linebacker-safety hybrid. Dude, he lays the wood. You see his highlights. He is not afraid to tackle. I'm not saying, That's amazing. I'm not saying he's replacing Honey Badger, but look what happened he's last not. year. We had a Honey Badger who was afraid to tackle. Let's just put it out there. Right. It was a business decision. Yeah, I get a it. A lot of it was business decisions, and that's why I think we didn't offer him is because, no, hey, man. Hey, you wanted to play that? But this guy's a bigger bigger guy. Like bigger He's a pretty guy. big dude, right? He reminds me of a more athletic Sorensen. I see him playing the Sorensen role. Hey. You that's got, why we took him. He's you, not going to be Thornhill. He's not going to be able to cover single yeah, high yeah. back by himself. Now, Reed and Thornhill can both do that. They Ooh. both have that skill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Reed. You know, we, we picked him for a reason. Yeah, definitely. And he's going to be the robber, the go-everywhere guy. Yeah. This Cook guy, I see him coming in and being the Dan oh, Sorensen type play, except more athletic. You have me sold it, more athletic Sorensen. Because Sorensen, <laughs> the knock on him, look, he's always in the right place, and that comes with experience. I get it. He's just a step behind And him, he's a short tackler. He's just not quite as athletic. So if we can get a guy that develops into that who is athletic – I don't, I don't mind that at all. And this dude is not afraid to tackle someone. He comes up and lays the wood. He reminds me of what Jonathan Abrams should have been. Remember the Raiders picked Jonathan Abrams yeah, in the first round? Yeah. They didn't even pick up his fifth-year option this year. Okay, They just what? said that the other day. They just said that. This is a guy who they thought will come in and lay the wood, but Jonathan Abrams can't cover, can't do anything else. He just tries to tackle everybody and headhunt. This is a guy who brings like controlled chaos, I feel like. I'm a f- I love that. No, and that's awesome, especially if you can come in and play, like I said, that hybrid-type role. Okay. That Buffalo nickel or whatever. I'm liking that. I'm liking that. No, he's not going to be the greatest in coverage, but he's going to be solid. Yeah. And, again, 
they drafted him because I don't think he was the best pick at the time, but it was a necessity pick. They needed somebody Again. to fill that role. Yeah, Feech did good about that this draft. Mm-hmm. We need guys to fill roles who are also going to also develop on the fly. That was another right. good pick. Right. Here. The first three were our biggest needs. Yeah. This one, Chiefs Keenum may not recognize as a need, but I think it was a big need. It was yeah. our fourth biggest need yeah. was that other safety. Yeah. Our, all of a sudden. Red slash. We were worried about so, safety, but when at the end of the year, when we're like, we're not going to resign Honey Badger, like, well, that leaves Thornhill and who knows. Now it's like with Reed and this guy. Uh, I'm, I'm liking you got it. something. Yeah, you got something it. there, you know? Yeah. And then we get uh, Chanel out of Wisconsin, the linebacker. Yes. I can't remember if he's in there third or fourth. No, you're right. He was the end of the third. So was he? Okay. So those other four guys were the two first and the two second. Okay. Now we went to Leo, Leo Chanel. Chanel. Again, this one threw me off a little bit. It did. The more you watch his tape, He's out of Wisconsin, Big Ten, big dudes, right? The more you watch his tape, man, I love this guy. I love him. He is not my number one draft crush. We'll get to the, my guy. But this dude is solid. And he, you know, Lindenbaum is, this, I think, the center out of Michigan. And there is, they played the highlights of him against Michigan because they played, you know, Big Ten, obviously. And he basically tossed this center out of the way. Numerous times. This wasn't just, it was all in one game. He tossed him three different times in one game. And he comes downhill hard. And this dude is mean, too. Mean. 9.99 on the athletic scale. Athletic to the gills, this guy. No, I don't think he's going to be, again, it's a perfect draft. It's at the end of the third round. Yeah. And we needed a Sam linebacker. Yes. Yes, exactly. I mean, we have... Bolton's going to be the mic. We He's all definitely, know that. and that's his go-to. But Willie Gay was playing the Sam, right? They last were kind year, of out of place. And then playing the weak on the other time. This yeah. time he only has to know the weak side. We have another guy playing the Sam, strong right. side linebacker, right? And this guy feels a need. Yes, again, another good that need. Again, a lot of Chiefs came and didn't see as the big need because we ran so much. Nickel, Nickel where he's not yeah, in the league. That's true. Not in the playing field, right. you know, but 30% of the snaps. Yeah. But he's going to be a – with his athleticism, he's going to be a special teams ace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And he's going to run that Sam linebacker. Dude, and he is strong at strong one. <laughs> you know, I mean, his strong side is strong. He comes downhill in a hurry. But here's the kicker is – in situations, we could make him an edge guy. He could become a blitz guy. If we're running like a, a, oh. cheetah, a cheetah formation where we have five guys running after, okay. he may run up, like you said, line up against the center. Dude, and he can do have it. Have the two tackles, have the two ends, and oh. then just put him up there as the fifth guy. He gets after the quarterback. Because he's strong and he can get it. He's yeah. gotten a lot. Yeah. He's a, a strategic Peace. Yeah, I like this. I like this move. Our linebacker two years ago, our linebackers were the worst in the league. Okay. Yeah. Now all of a sudden we got Nick Bolton, Willie Gay. He goes back to his weak side. Willie Gay, weak side linebacker. Okay. I mean, he's so athletic. He's that big of a guy playing weak side. Right. And then you got this Chanel dude 
And I think, man, I think he's going to be like this nasty linebacker. Like Vander Sloot in, Cal- in, in Dallas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just this big, nasty dude who just gets after it, man. Every He's like the high motor guy, too. Gets after it. I see him as a cheap. What was the guy's name for the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, Parsons. Ooh, Michael that is Parsons. who he reminds me of. Oh my God, he reminds me of a cheap Parsons. His athletic score is up there with Michael Parsons. They it's did, actually above it. Is it nine point nine nine? Nine point nine nine nine. Yeah, and I know that it only means you know you can be athletic as all you want to, and if you can't read, you can't read. I get it. But this is a dude who comes down. He's yeah, a, he's not as fast as Parsons. He's not as right, strong. Right. You know, he's he's a cheap Parsons. Yeah, and if he has and he has that football IQ, and he is mean. He, yeah, third late third round. Right. That is that is a good value for a guy that we also need. Like we, that's how the draft is going. So yeah. I was excited about this guy. Yes, our first five picks were our five biggest needs. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I right. love it. Then who was our sixth pick? Was that the – are we in the fifth round now? Okay, this is my draft crush. This is – I'm just going to put it out there. Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry. We had a fourth round pick before we got to your crush. Oh, um, is this Josh Williams. Williams? Yes. The tall, lengthy dude? Another corner. Safety, yeah, or a corner. Yeah, that's right. Out of, uh, like, Fayetteville or – Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. Yes, sir. So this is a – if you see his videos, I've been watching his videos online. This dude is fluid, man. He can turn on a dime. He's tall. His arm span is outrageous. Like, he's yeah. a tall, lengthy dude. So he was the only non-Division one uh, player invited to the Senior Bowl. Is that right? Damn. And only the second in three years. So that gives you an uh, indicator of how people saw him. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think he's going to come out and start. Like he's not like you said when right. we said, "Hey, there's big needs." Cook will start at the Sorensen position. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> you need know, it. he's the go-to person at right. Sorensen. We need Chanel. You know, Chanel. It. Chanel. You know, he'll play the base. But this is a guy in the mix. And he's got this some is a potential. guy that's got a lot of value for where he's at. Exactly right. They and picked him in the third. They said that he was going to go in the third round. Right. They thought. So, so like, high, you know. So. so, mad props on him. So, yeah, we'll see how that pans out. And I, I like tall, lengthy guys. I like that. And he's he's like a lockdown dude. He can, cover, he can go lockdown on an edge. Like, outside on the corner on an island, he can do it. Yes. No, he's never going to be your nickel guy. He's going to be a solely isolated guy on the yeah. end. And that's fine. If you have to go up against... The Mike These Williams yeah, exactly. and the Keenan Allens. Right. I think he can do it. He's solid enough to get out there. Maybe not right away. Yeah, but he'll get there. He'll get there. But he'll get there. Yeah. And then if anything, he gets look at the depth we had last year. It's like when when Fenton went out or whatever and we had uh Mike we had Mike Hughes. Like this this is like I know Mike Hughes is a first rounder and he's athletic as as all hell and all this stuff. This is a guy that can contest every single pass. So I, I like that pick, too. I like it a lot. Now, next to uh, Leo Carnell, he has our highest athletic rating of any of the draftees. Is that right? I like that. So, not only is he a big, tall receiver, he's still got all those attributes, too. Okay. I'll dig so, that. he can be developed very easily. Yeah. 
I like it. And you know how this team does with cornerbacks that you find a diamond in a rough and we make it work? Yes. Fenton, Ward. I mean, we make these guys – Sneed, make these guys go. All right, now let's get okay, to your crush. Now my Fifth guy. Fifth round guy. We traded up for him. Yes, now my so, guy. So out of Kentucky, we, we had a fifth rounder because we traded, we traded back in the second round to get the fifth rounder, and then we traded up in this second rounder, or yes. in this fifth round. Yes. Okay. Because here's a guy. This Darian Kennard. Kennard. I don't even know how to say his name. Kennard is how I say it right now. This is a dude that thought was going. I don't know why he fell. I have no idea. But he, him in his mind thought he was second or third round dude. No, right. And a lot of people had him going that They early. did. Right. So it was another great value pick. Again, first team all SEC. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't Pac-10. This is the SEC. SEC. He goes up against Georgia and Alabama. Now, granted, he was in the SEC East. I get it. But he goes up against these dudes, you know what I mean, on a regular. Like, it's like he's – what I love about this dude, he's mean. Think of Trey Smith coming out of college, right? That's exactly how it's I see what him. I, feel I like. see him as a Trey Smith type. He's a bruiser. He's huge. If you just look – you just Google Kennard, Kentucky. Just Google him. He looks like a monster. He is a monster. Big dude, 6'4", 330 or whatever he is. What I love about this dude, he's got the biggest chip on his shoulder, man. He came from real humble beginnings. And I heard I, he did an interview with Jeff Schwartz, who does O-line camps and stuff, pre-draft. And in the pre-draft, they were going through film, and he was just so violent, right? And, and Jeff Schwartz goes, all right, well, run me through what happens here, right? He goes, well, I, I pancaked this guy. And then he goes, yeah, but then you popped back up. You didn't just lay on him like we teach, you know? You popped back up. Why'd you do that? And he goes, I was looking for someone else's ass to beat. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I love you. I love you so much. You know what I mean? Like, he's that guy that's like, he will bury your head. Like, Trey Smith, how he just knocks people's shit out. He's that type of guy, and he's got this huge chip on his shoulder. So he comes out as like a guard, right? Veach immediately says. Right. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Uh, experts. What do you call them? The scout the experts. scout. Right? Guys. All said he was going to be a guard, but right. Veach came out and straight up yeah, said, he said he's, we're looking at him at right exactly. tackle. He said he's going to compete for right tackle. We don't know where Lucas Niang is. He got hurt, right? And now he's kind of turned into a little bit of a pattern, unfortunately. But he said he's going to come out and compete for right tackle. You put him next to Trey Smith? Oh, my God. These Jeez. two guys. Now, I know that he's a fifth rounder. I'm not saying that he's going to come out and beat Trey Smith. And again, Trey Smith was a sixer. Right, so but but man, if this is another guy they see like that, yeah, dude, he's got that attitude. And again, he's got long arms. Yeah, and he actually he talked about hands earlier. He had the biggest hands in the entire combine. The entire combine. They're eleven and a half inches. <laughs> he's I think a big boy. That's a big hand. Right. And he gets his hands on defenders, now, man. And again, that's not going to matter as much. He's not going to be catching passes, right? Very right. often, <laughs> right? No, but that does mean something, man, because these defensive ends they do jujitsu and all these martial arts to combat all this stuff. And one of the great things about Mitch Schwartz, right? He's not the biggest guy, but when he got your, he had great grip strength. When he got your his hands on people, you did not get away from him. He got you, right. and it was lockdown time. This I'm not saying he's going to be as good as Mitch Shorts, but he is a bruiser. And next to Trey Smith, man, the 
these nasty guys that are just out there to kill people. Man, you're talking about a tough team, right. tough draft pick. Talk about following the the uh, theme, the right. physicality. Of being nasty. And he wants to be nasty. Right. So he reminds me a lot of uh, Orlando Brown. Okay, you yeah. Know, everybody said he had such a great college career, but everybody's like, oh, he's not athletic enough. This guy on paper is more athletic than Orlando Brown. Oh, yeah. I like and that. And just as mean. Dude, he's a mauler. I love this pick. I think he should have definitely gone in the third round. And I think he's going to line up next to Trey Smith. And when you talk about lining up, we got Creed, we got Trey Smith, we got this dude. Tooney, right? Now we got Tooney and, and Brown. Kennard. Like, that's a this hell of an O-line. That is a nasty O-line. Not just like, hey, yeah, I'm going to protect the quarterback. This is like, no, I want to put your face in the mud. And I want I want them to run the ball. I want Ronald Jones coming up my backside, oh my and I'm going to put you on your ass. We don't need to draft a draft running back when you have these kind of Dude, linemen. These linemen, I'm telling you, man, this whole theme of this, I love it. The finesse is gone. It's gone. The soft ass shit is and again, gone. And the reason why is because Reed is zagging when everybody else is zigging. Exactly right. They're going finesse. That's a play. Kevin Webster original right Dude, there. Yeah, it's where it's at, man. This team, I'm telling you, they got embarrassed at that Tampa Bay game. I'm telling you that's sticking with Beach and all them in Mahomes. Right. Where it's like, we're not gonna you're not gonna punch us in the mouth. Because guess what? If you do punch us in the mouth, we're just gonna stomp your ass. Like that's our mentality. Right. And I think a lot of that second half in the Bengals game that yeah. we haven't talked about much. Was Mahomes didn't want to throw to certain people because he's afraid exactly. of what would happen. Now, all of a sudden, we got guys sure that if, if you can determine what Tom Brady did with an Edelman and a Welker. Oh, dude. If you have that in a Juju and a Sky. Dude. Oh, my gosh. This is turning out to be nice. This team, anybody who loves football, I've said it five times, I bet. Anybody who loves football, you love lining up. And beating and dominating the guy across from you. The Chiefs have not been doing that the last few years, and they still won a Super Bowl. Now imagine what Mahomes and Reed and all these guys that say, you are not going to dominate me because I will dominate you first. Like, that's their mentality, like, on offense and defense now. Like, Honey Badger is great, but he lost that edge. It's just what it is, man. And again, I think that was a little bit of business. Decision. Absolutely, I love Honey Badger and still love him. Oh, what he done for us? Yeah, hundred percent. He's probably my second favorite fate, Chief Safety of all time. Now, Eric oh, Berry is going to be a hard one for me to beat. <laughs> and I liked Honey Badger even when he's in college. You yeah. know, the whole thing, yada yada yada. But we have a whole different type different. of mentality it's going different. into this. Nick Bolton said it. Set the tone. Nick Bolton came into this defense last year and said, I'm coming downhill, and I'm going to knock Derrick Henry's ass in the dirt. Oh, my God. It's still one of my favorite things. That was the greatest game, right? We were like, oh, this dude means business. This dude is not afraid. He tackled Derrick Henry two yards behind the line of scrimmage by himself in a shoulder tackle. Yes. He didn't just cut his knees out. No, he went over and took him at the high point and was like, I'm bigger and better than How you. How many times do we see uh, Ben Neiman react and backpedal before a tackle? Oh my Chanel God. is not going to do that. He's going to oh, come down. Ronald here. Jones like overpowering him yeah, in the Super dude. Bowl where he just yes. bowed over him. And he just took it. Chanel's not going to do that. Cook's not going to do that. These new guys we got coming in is not going to do that. And what if Willie Gay plays ends up playing that 
dime linebacker. Oh, dude, what his instincts just run? That's a big yeah. dime linebacker who can cover some field. And he's definitely a sideline to sideline guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm liking this new way of doing things for sure. We're going to see a different team than we're used to seeing oh, in the Mahomes era. I'm so excited. Mahomes has a team. He has an O-line now that's going to dominate. He has a defense that's just nasty, man. I love these guys. Not only is our O-line dominating, we're deep. Oh, yeah. We just got we're we just waved deep. Reader today, uh, the other day, I think. Who? Austin Reader. Remember the Super yes. Bowl? He played in the Super Bowl. There's only three people left on that Super Bowl loss team, or the Super Bowl winning team. We're changing, serious? yeah, we're changing things up, man. What Thornhill, Hardman, and Mahomes? I don't know. I just know. Well, maybe it was O line. No, no, it was yeah. Yeah, well, we got Andrew Wiley still. So there's Wiley. But did he start? Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, he started. Yeah. Because we were so. Broken yeah, yeah. Game. So I maybe I take that back. But the O line specifically, it's a whole new change of change of guard. O line, in D line. Now D lines are. We went younger, more athletic in this off season at every position. Yeah. Except a little bit of D line, which is fine. Yeah. We got some beasts right now at D line. Yeah. And I think with having Carl. Uh, Carl Aftis. Carl Aftis. The Greek freak. 2.0. Freak 2.0. <laughs> there we go. I like that. Yeah, I like that. And next to Frank Clark, I think it's going to free both of them up. Yeah. Yeah, I like what we're doing, man. I wasn't so sure, but after this draft, I like what we're Again, doing. At the end of the draft, that's why it took us so long to have this cast, because <laughs> I was not happy. I, I had to. You're like, I don't know, man. Now I love this draft. Those The round second, and even maybe the first round, but second through five, Veach effing. Nailed. I mean, you couldn't mm. have done it better. Even the NFL guys who have no bias towards Kansas City were like, dude, you, they, they got, got a some, lot of value. They got man. some guys for good value and good And round. again, I know we traded up for uh, Duffy. Yeah. But I think that him and Sky are – God dang it, you're right. I feel like – you know, normally we're always like – sorry, I know I'm saying like a lot. I'm going through my thought process here. <laughs> But normally you're like, um, if we can hit on half of them, yeah, right. that's solid. I think with the floors of so many of these guys, they are going to be contributors exactly. year one. Yes. Right and, away. And these aren't head cases either. A lot of them are culture, high football IQ, locker room guys. Right. And that's what the, that's the theme is the physicality, high IQ. That's Man, what we're I love and it. And I know, and then your hand thing. Love it. Yeah, the hand thing, right? The hand thing. The hand thing. Yeah, I think it's a change of the guard, man. I love – I think this is the – you know, we thought we had a dynasty going. This is Patrick Mahomes' run on his second – on his little dynasty. This is second group. Dude, I am over the moon with this draft now. And not that I wasn't before because I still have been back in beach. We on this podcast have said Chiefs Kingdom, just give him a damn break. Free agency is sexy. I get it. But wait until after the draft. Now we're here. People are starting to see. Now I see. And, again, all these guys are cheap. Yeah, dude. Yeah, all these guys are cheap hungry. and hungry. And I have a feeling that these are the type of guys that if they do win a, a championship, we talked about this on a, on a previous podcast, and we had a fan come on the show. Okay, this kid's in, what, seventh grade? Yeah. And he made a point and said, he was talking about Tyreek Hill, and he was talking about how once you get paid, are you still hungry? 
I feel like these guys in this draft, even if they win a ring, are going to be hungry their whole career, I feel like. The way they got drafted, all of them later than they thought. If we have that culture that's like that. Yeah, dude. And again, that's what the Patriots had to have. Exactly. They're hungry and all the we way. Can't, this looks like a development situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I love nasty football, and I think we're going to see it. All right. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.